Hey friends, welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today I want to talk to you about do we really need to be more selfish? I don't think that we do. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. Okay, welcome back. I hope that your day is going well. I hope that wherever you're listening to this, you're having a good day. And if you're not, I hope that you're learning. I hope that somehow, some way, you are gathering some information on what you can learn from whatever it is that you're going through. I want to talk to you about something today. I think it's going to be a short episode, to be honest with you. I don't know. Sometimes I'm nervous to say that because when I do say that, I end up going a long time. But but I want to ask you a question, and then I want to offer my thoughts. So I scroll. I like Instagram. I really like pictures. Uh, I like birds. I like to look at pictures of birds. I like to watch racing videos. Uh, I like Instagram. And I have friends that like Instagram, and they put up pictures. And there is something that I don't think we talk about enough. And it's this idea that we need to love ourselves above everything else. And so I was scrolling through Instagram one day and I came across a series of pictures, one of which said, I want to fall in love this year with myself. Another one said, I've decided that I know who has to be my number one priority, me. And then the real kicker, the one that actually almost made me gnash my teeth to the point where I needed dentures was, I have decided that what the world needs is me to be more selfish. Now, I know that sometimes this is people trying to get Uh, make a point. They're trying to maybe get a little bit of attention to a point that they're trying to make. And so what they're saying is, hey, I want to jar things a little bit so that we can have a conversation. And I think that is fantastic. Like, that's great that we might consider that. But I'm concerned that actually what we think is that the only path to meaning is that if we're more selfish. The only path to meaning is if we are more absorbed with ourselves. And I gotta tell you, where I'm sitting, I just don't think the world needs more selfish people. What the world actually needs is more selfless people. Truly selfless people who understand boundaries. That's what the world needs. And I get it. Like somebody said to me once, you know, boundaries are hard for me because they feel selfish. And I can totally understand that perspective. If you're not used to living out of boundaries, when you go to enforce them, they will feel selfish. In fact, when you go to enforce them, the people that you're enforcing them on may well call you selfish. And there is this frustration. There is this pain of, you know, I feel like living out of boundaries is selfish. I understand. It doesn't mean it is selfish, but I can understand how might feel selfish. And so as people tend to run through their life, one of the things that happens is they do things for other people. Maybe in fact, the person who put up these particular ones, my guess is there's trauma in her childhood. I've known her most of my, well, that's not true. I knew her in middle school and then she moved away. My guess would be that there is some level of trauma there. My guess would be that some level of trauma, multiple traumas probably through her life. She developed a coping mechanism that was pretty obvious. And then later in life, there was, you know, some severe, strong life changes and and her coping mechanism switched. And it's still a coping mechanism that's unhealthy, but it switched and it's not working. It worked for a little while, for three or four years, and now it's not working. And so there is this, well, the problem is I just don't love myself enough. 
That might be true. You don't truly understand you. You don't truly understand your worth. You don't truly understand how valuable you are because you tend to look around and you're like, you know, I'm just normal or I'm average or I'm below average or I'm overweight or I'm underweight. I'm too tall. I'm too short. My eyebrows are this. My nose is that. My ears are this. All of those things might be true and they might drive you to not love yourself enough. But this idea that I have to to love myself above everyone else, that's actually probably a recipe for a really awful life. And here's why. If your life's going to have value, it will have to be about more than you. We find value by doing for other people. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't take good care of ourselves. You should prioritize good self-care. And that is more than just like wine and roses and chocolate. That's good sleep. That's good food habits. That's regular movement. It doesn't have to be, you know, gym time exercise, but it is regular movement. That is not allowing toxic people to live in your head rent-free or for that matter, to live in your head with rent. There are boundaries here and you don't have to let every person who wants to be in your life in your life. Good self-care comes from a good understanding of self, but self-care where the self is the whole point of it, not just part of the point, is often problematic. It is often troublesome because what happens is it becomes not good self-care, it becomes destructive self-care. So good self-care says, how do I lean into taking care of myself and think about others? How do I lean into taking care of myself and thinking about others? This is really important because what happens is when we start to become obsessed with, I just need to love myself above everyone else. I need to be more selfish. I need to be the my number one priority. That's dangerous. And it usually comes out of a really backwards mindset. And a lot of times I'll point this out to people and they'll kind of look at me like I'm crazy. Well, I did all these things for people. And then when I needed them, they didn't do anything for me. You can be both disappointed in that and recognize, remind yourself that the reason you did those things that you did shouldn't have been so that when you needed someone, they did them for you. Because if that's why you did it, you were actually being selfish and not selfless. You were actually prioritizing yourself and not them. You weren't actually doing it for their benefit. You were doing it for your own. We have this false belief in our world that the only thing that brings bad things is bad things to our life. There are good things that we can misuse. There are good things that we can bring that we can use that bring harm to us, that bring destruction to us. And one of those things is this idea of self-prioritization. I am not saying that you shouldn't prioritize your own health and your own self-care. I'm not. I am saying that I really truly doubt the world needs more selfless people or selfish people. We need actual selfless people. We need people who truly do things that are selfless, do things that are bigger than them. And by that, I mean, they take, they help other people. They do things that are inconvenienced for them because that grows your inner self. Generosity grows you. Yes, it helps the other person, but it grows you. So if that's what we mean when we say, I need to be more selfish, I'm all in. I am all in. But if what we actually mean is, well, I need to make sure that, you know, if I hurt other people because I'm being selfish, so be it. Uh, Again, and this is where this whole thing is nuanced. Maybe that's true because not everybody who says, well, that hurts me is actually hurt. Just this week, I was sitting with someone and he was being mean to his wife and he's like, well, she just is never happy with him. Like, I've not heard her say anything that makes me think she's never happy with you. I have heard her say that she wants you to be kind. And when you get distressed, you're not kind. And she's asking you to change that. And so what you should actually do is prioritize your wife in a way that helps you prioritize yourself. Because if you actually get a hold of your kindness when you're distressed or your meanness, the opposite of kindness when you're distressed and become kind when you are distressed, what you will find is that your life benefits too. Aha, see Joe, I knew 
knew it. What you're actually saying is we need to be more selfish. No, what I'm saying is the path to more meaning is through more selflessness, not selfishness. And part of the problem is, is we don't really have very good critical thinking about this. We don't have very good uh, deep distinction between the two, nuance between the two, because let's just say that I give money to somebody, but I make sure that everybody knows Then it wasn't about me helping that person. It was about me being able to tell everybody. And we don't really distinguish those two because the other side of that is like, hey, I tell people all the time, but look, I want you to support people in compassion. Somebody just told me the other day, I'm going to add some, they're, they're going to add some, and that's going to take them up to three. I'm like, hey, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Right. And it does come down to our motives. And we live in a world where the minute somebody questions motives, we're saying that they're judging us and they, they can't judge us unless it's a political party that we disagree with. If it's a political party that we disagree with, we typically have no problems judging. But in anything else, it's almost like, ah, well, let's talk about your motives. Who are you to judge me? What are you talking about? Maybe this whole idea that we have to fall in love more with ourselves, we have to prioritize ourselves above everyone else just because we've done a bad job explaining what it actually means to have good self-esteem, what it actually means to truly understand our worth, what it truly means to be invested in being the healthiest version of ourselves. Maybe this idea of, well, you know, yeah, that was terrible what they did, but trauma response. What? Huh? Well, yeah, because, you know, because they went through trauma and so now they're more obsessed with what other people think, right? But we only go halfway there. Okay, so they went through trauma and now they're more obsessed with people, what other people think than they should be. But why are they obsessed with other what other people think more than they should be? Well, because trauma, Joe. No, 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 no. I'm not even sure I agree with this, but okay, so the trauma is the trigger. Fine. But what's the end result that they're seeking? They want to make sure that other people aren't mad at them. It's not that they're not selfish enough. It's that they're too selfish because they would rather do something or live in something where people are doing destructive things so that they don't get mad at them. That's a hard place to live. We're just trying to figure it out, Joe. I agree. And that's why we have to have these hard conversations. That's why we have to look to what does it mean to truly love ourselves in a healthy way. So I'm going to give some suggestions here. Number one, to truly love yourself in a healthy way means that you are able to look at both your strengths and your weaknesses, honestly, and know that we're going to fail at these, okay? You're able to look at both your strengths and your weaknesses, honestly, and you're able to look at other people's strengths and weaknesses, honestly. This is really important because this is the foundation for good self-love, self-understanding, and self-care. And it's important because once you get the foundation, you can build from that. Because then the next thing is one of the things that we have to consider is we need to understand boundaries and we need to do things for other people without expectation. So those are two separate things. We need to understand boundaries and we need to do things without expectations of anything for other people. And we do things for other people because it's good for the world, it's good for the other people, and it's good for us. There is an element of that. It's good for us to do things for other people. And so as we lean into doing things for other people, those boundaries come up. And one of those boundaries needs to be, I'm doing this without the expectation that that person will give something back to me ever. Now, if they do, if I have a need, I hope one of the things that we do want to cultivate is we want people in our lives that we can go to when we have a need, but I can't expect it. That's not a good self view position. We need to understand who we are, right? So this is a look at ourselves, our strengths, our weaknesses. We need to do things for other people without an expectation. We need to have boundaries. And then lastly, we need to understand that you have value because you exist. 
period. You have value because you exist. And yes, the whole world is set up to tell you what's wrong with you. I get it. Like advertisements are all about what you're not enough of. As you lean into life, as you look to grow, as you look to strive forward, you're going to be aware of your mistakes. You're going to be aware of your errors. But most people, what they're talking about is, is this idea of, well, if look, if somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to do it, you can say no. If somebody asks you to do something and you want to do it, but you don't feel that it'll fit into the rest of your life, you can still say no. But if you say yes, you don't get to resent. It isn't this idea that you have to do some sort of, I got to hate myself. I I would never advocate that. But I really don't think you need to be more selfish. You need to be better nuanced than what it means to be selfless. You need to be better nuanced. I need to be better nuanced than what it means to live holistically. And those are the conversations that I'm interested in having. I'm not really interested in having these conversations, but I just need to be more selfish and put myself above everyone else. And you might be thinking, Joe, nobody actually says that. I'm telling you, it is out there. I see it a lot. I hear it when I talk to other therapists. They're telling me about hearing it. It's out there. If you want your life to have meaning, it has to be about more than you. This is a theme that I love to hit. I love to hammer. It has to be about something bigger than us. I would argue it has to be about something that that is objectively outside of us. Not everybody agrees with me on that, and that's fine. But what are you doing that's just for other people, period? There's no expectation of a return. All right. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. You will find greater meaning in your life by doing things that you find selfless with good boundaries. Please share this with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.